normal then this is not the show for you please go somewhere else this is wyrd if it's getting weird it's got to be the weird mountain gals show you're listening to byron and alicia the weird mountain gals town or whatever they call it oh okay um, off of long shoals yeah 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 and this is that's saturday. how i should say down i'm gonna be down on long shoals and that's saturday that's saturday and then sunday morning at 10 o'clock i'm at lake louise doing a private wedding and then monday i leave for florida and i'm gone for a week and then i come back and i'm doing uh what is sound a class uh I thing saw that. yeah and then uh, and then I have my, my physical, my annual physical with my doctor. Then I'm doing Ask a Witch. 
and then I'm I'm doing an Episcopal funeral on Saturday, and on Sunday I'm doing a national broadcast on Zoom. Wow! So that week is going to be wow. boop 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 boop. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Well, so there's time. I think I'm gonna have a little party towards the end of the month if I get the house cleaned up. That'll be good. So that's the thing. Fun. It's been so long since you know stuff like that and I, know. Yeah. I, I hope that you are although I know you're not going to be able to but I was going to say I hope that you're going to be able to get some free time in October well it's I am good. trying to build in some free time just so I can get outside yeah because uh yesterday you know was Thomas Wolf's birthday mm -hmm. and I always go down to Riverside and yeah I always do I go down there and I and I thank um, Miss Julia because she was a huge influence on my grandmother. The reason I own Weird Mountain is because of Julia Westall Wolf, because she was such an inspiration to my grandmother. That oh, my grandmother yeah. bought up properties all over the place, and she would clean them up, fix them up, resell yeah. them. So she was doing flipping before flipping was popular. She was very smart, wasn't she? Yeah, so um, I, I felt like I've always owed Miss Wolf that. And I always take cookies or something down to Tom. Sometimes I take him a note saying, you'd hate Asheville even more now. <laughs> you better be glad you're dead. You'd really hate it now. <laughs> anyway, uh, so the trees were so beautiful. The big oaks were turning a little bit, but mostly they were dropping a ton, a metric ton of acorns everywhere. Scott, we're going to get it this year, aren't we? We might, we might get it this year. I know we say it every year, but this year I think we're going to get it. I really do. Well, we might. I've got one of those little uh, kerosene heaters. I want to get it out and clean it up. Yep. Just in case. Just I'm, in I'm already on that with mom, too. We're going to empty out the... the gasoline or whatever kerosene that's in it and replace it because it's yeah. been there for four or five years you know yeah so yeah we'll get it figured out though we've got a yeah. oh, there's a couple of weeks between now and the first snow wouldn't you say Let's well didn't uh didn't uh what do they call him weatherman robert um he was saying today that it's gonna we're gonna get a frost in some places saturday morning Saturday morning. Saturday morning. Yes. The I'm day before this it. podcast comes out. Saturday morning. I'm happy about that. I love that because let it frost. Let it frost for two or three nights in a row and get rid of the damn mosquitoes. Have you still got mosquitoes? I don't think I've been oh, bit by mosquitoes. Yes. Of course, I ain't been home, so what do I know? Ooh, yes. You know, I, I have taken to going out on the porch of the evening. And just kind of sitting there in the rocking chair and just kind of quieting down my mind a little bit before I go to bed. The last few evenings, I've had, I mean, well, I always basically have to turn the fan on to keep the skeeters off of me. So the last Yay. couple of evenings, it's been cool enough where, I'm, and this is how, how silly I am. I bring out my fuzzy blanket to keep myself warm. Oh, I love that. <laughs> 
<laughs> but I put the fan on anyway. And what ends up happening is, and I think it might be why I'm getting a good night's sleep the last couple of nights is I go outside, I get cold. I've got that blanket around me. Everywhere the blanket is, I'm fine. But then down there around my feet, around my feet, there's no uh -huh. And I get super cold. My feet get like ice blocks. And then, you know what I do? I take the electric blanket and I roll it up like a sleeping bag, put it at the end of the bed, under the cover, turn it on high, and I use it for a foot warmer. <laughs> I turn it off when I get in the bed and it will knock me out. I go from having cold feet to having warm feet and it's just like oh, oh you know and I just drift away to sleepville. Oh I just love that. Yeah when it, it it's not quite cold enough for me yet for that. But I have a I have an old fashioned hot water bottle and I just fill it up and I put it in my bed and then and I put my feet on it. Yep. And then at some point in the night, I will kick it out of the bottom of the bed because it's not it's not warm anymore. Right. But yeah, it changes everything. Yeah, to not have to, you know, you get in bed and you're in a little tight ball. Mm -hmm. And as you warm up, you, your feet go down a little bit more, a little bit more, a little <laughs> bit more. So you can stretch your whole leg out. But it takes like 20 minutes to do that. But if I got my hot water bottle, oh, yeah. I'm good to go. Oh, yeah. Well, and I, I keep thinking about, I, we are we still have some of these sitting around somewhere in my family where they used to put a, a rock, a stone or a brick in the fireplace, in the hearth there. Yeah. And then they'd put it inside this piece of cloth that was pretty heavy. And then you'd put that in the bed and it was a foot warmer. Yeah. And I remember also, you know, you've seen probably at an antique store, those flat brass round things and they have a long handle. Yeah. That's what warmer. those are too. Yeah. <laughs> and you put coals, you put the coals inside there, yep. but you don't leave it in the bed. You just, you run it back and forth like this till it warms up the whole bottom of the bed. Oh, I thought you'd yeah. just leave it. You put it yeah, under the covers. the brick, you leave in there. Yeah. Well, yeah, because it's not on fire, but with the, with the other thing, you got live coals in there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. So you use that and you just, you pull the covers up on the bottom and you just run that back and forth till the sheet down there is really warm. Then you put the covers back on. Run it out to the fireplace real fast. Right. Drop run. it back in there and then you run back in and jump in the bed. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I've seen, uh, I've seen maybe paintings or something where mamas were doing that for young'uns. So the young'uns are in bed and they pull that up and they say, don't put your feet down here because I'm all heated up. I know we knew how to how to be comfortable. Yes. You know, it doesn't require electric blanket. I'm not judging nobody like you that's got one, but you don't have to have that. There's other ways. Well, if I have the choice between hitting a button or or going to a, a hearth and you know digging out a brick, I'm gonna hit the button because <laughs> I don't normally have the fire and the hearth and all that stuff. Exactly. So yeah, hitting the button. I don't. I don't feel bad about doing it. I'll tell you now. No, why I would you? My why butt would you? off today. Last night I slept like a baby, and the night before that slept like a baby. And yeah, the world had to watch out for me now. That's great. <laughs> that is great. It is. It is. 
I've got my telehealth appointment on uh, Friday. And oh, is that the big one that you've been trying to get done? Yeah. Yes. I want you to know that I, not that I'm going to use this as an excuse, <laughs> but I will use it as an excuse if I need to fight dirty. Um, I found out in my study of MCAS, because that's what this is called, that and that they're going to diagnose me with, I found out that one of the things that, that you need to stay away from because it will uh, exacerbate, it'll trigger a flare up, stress and arguments. <laughs> and I've been able to verify that. And uh, I'm not going to say how on, on the podcast, but yes, I completely verified that. So what the deal is, is when you have stress, your body releases these things called cortisols. Yeah. And I believe that that's a hormone and it's, they go out there and they do things to to your brain and body, 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 your heart rate and so on and so forth. Well, releasing that, the cortisols live, when I say they're in your body, what I mean is they're in your mast cells. Mm -hmm. And so a mast cell activation is when the mast cells are overreacting to some stimuli. In this case, it would be stress. So what they do is they release far too many cortisols, way too many cortisols. So you end up with a stress flare up, a flare up caused by stress. Ah. So I can use that as an excuse forever if I need to. Don't stress me out. It'll make me sick, man. <laughs> yeah you do you want me to be sick are you trying to make me sick yeah <laughs> i'm just asking yeah i'm just kidding but you know what i am amazed still at all the things i've been finding out about mast cells and i didn't realize that up to 20 percent of the population in general has got uh, an issue with mast cells and because it's a brand new a relatively brand new condition. They don't know. These doctors don't even know to diagnose it. In their 10 years or so of study, they are lucky if they get a minute or two on the mast cell, you know. Oh my so gosh. Like the, the number one symptom of mast cell activation syndrome, the number one most reported symptom anyway, is not what you would think of as typical allergies. It's not asthma. It's actual irritable bowel ibd wow because those cells live up and down your gi tract yes yes holy moly and, and so so people who have that condition this is the way it was explained by dr lawrence afrin he said these people are often in their um, 50s or 60s they've been sick their entire life and they they've always known something was wrong or different about them and that they had unusual reactions to things and they had no idea that it could be an allergy blah 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 and he went on to describe me he went on to describe oh my me. god and yeah but the thing is i mean think of all the people you know who have uh, gi disorders yeah, I know tons of people that do. Well, uh, probably at the very least, 20% uh, of them are probably that, that same condition. But basically, I would bet it was more than that who have that condition. And their, their GI doctors don't know about it yet. You see? 
there's sure. literature that you can get if you are diagnosed with it that you can take to your specialist and say, this is what I've got. You will, know? will you send me the name of that so I can pass it on to my yeah, absolutely. All that stuff that you were saying is exactly what's going on with her. And she is under stress, has been under stress for 10 years. That's it. I mean, if I, I see it, it now that I know how it works, I see it everywhere. I see it everywhere. Um, people also have weird reactions to chemicals. They are most likely to have something like that. So there's a condition out there called chemical intolerance. Yes. And both of my, my sister-in-law and her sister have it. If my sister-in-law smells coffee, instant migraine. You see, if my, if her sister smells vinegar, she had to quit a job because of that. Cause she worked in retail and was career at it. And somebody broke a vinegar bottle on the aisle and she almost went into anaphylaxis. She ended up having to quit her job about it. Yeah. Wow. If you have big reaction to venom from bee stings, if you have weird food allergies that are just, and if you are a person who gets sick and is not sure why, and, and also if you have bone issues, osteopenia very early in life, rheumatoid arthritis, it lives around, it lives in your joints. And I mean, uh, mast cells are in every cell in the, or every piece of tissue in the body, except for the cartilage and uh, the lens of your eye. Other than that, they're everywhere in your body. And all you have, and they, they also contain thousands of mediators. And so it's like a trigger for me might not be a trigger for somebody else or a trigger mm -hmm. for somebody else. So somebody could smell, smell mold and, and end up with asthma from it because that's where it's going to react in their body. But it's, it's a, I would bet you that if you and me, uh, if we're still alive in five to 10 years and we're still mm -hmm. doing this kind of stuff, I will bet you that five to 10 years is all it'll take. And most of the physicians in the country will know about this. There's no way that it couldn't be because it's, and, and what they found, what little research has been done on it, it's been spot on, no question about it. Huh. But right now, there are only about three or four physicians in the country that are really doing a great job of working with these patients. And one of them's in Michigan. One of them's in Statesville. So that would be the one that I'd probably. Statesville? Yep. He's, Statesville. The, one, he's the one that I'm going to be telehealth with because he, uh, he actually worked at the National Institute of Health in the rare diseases section. He wrote protocols on anaphylaxis. He knows, he knows about this condition, but it's not the easiest to educate other doctors on because they don't like to be educated. They have egos. You know, oh yeah. And they don't think that somebody like me could possibly know about something that they wouldn't already have known about. At least that's who my gastro, that's the impression I got from the gastro person it's like i'm the big gi guy and you're my patient you shouldn't know about something that i don't know about so that's why they have this material they also have a document out there that they call a a breezy and one that they call a queasy one of them is uh five questions if you answer a certain way on these five questions they want you to take the breezy one 
which is 50 questions. Um, but the condition that you're looking for, if you're looking up stuff, is uh, MCAS. It's mast cell activation. And the the what I would recommend is that you look for a doctor named Dr. Lawrence Afrin, A-F-R-I-N. And he has got a series of videos all over YouTube that he's given across the country to these different groups, the Ehlers-Daniel Syndrome Foundation, the POPs uh -huh. people, all of that. And uh, he does a great job explaining it. He's not going to entertain you uh, like, you know, like an entertainer. But if you want real information about it, he literally wrote the, the papers on it. He's the dude. Wow. Dr. Lawrence Afrin. So does she have uh, any other weird symptoms? Well, she she has, it's all gastric stuff with her, yeah. all of it. Yep. That's, I'm um, telling you, it's crazy. The, so does she ever get headaches? Sometimes, yeah. Not often, but yeah. And how about, um, does she have asthma or allergies? No, not really. I'm just sending you my search terms. Okay. Here, the okay. guy's name. And I'll find that video that I like that he did. Most of his stuff is hmm. 50 minutes or so, an hour or so. You know, when I was at the cottage, after I got, when I was still recovering from COVID, I got this rash on my arm. And I ended up, it was so bad, I called telehealth about it. And that was my first video doctor meeting ever was about that. And I found out that this, that's the way the cytokines were leaving my body. That oh. when I was in the hospital, they told me, they said, we, we, don't know, we don't really know what's wrong with you, but we're going to treat you for sepsis because you're very sick. And so I just thought I had sepsis. I was having one of those cytokine storms wow yeah and they diagnosed it as sepsis yeah because nobody knows what a damn cytokine storm is they didn't start hearing about it until covid was mostly over yeah and yeah. and then and even then they might have heard about it but they don't know enough to diagnose it yeah so um and it was the same way when i came out of the hospital procedure all those years ago and i came out of it throwing up that was that was a cytokine storm from the anesthesia. So it's a oh. we're going to find out that a lot of mysteries get cleared up by this. Mast cell activation also causes extreme fatigue. Sometimes it also causes um, uh, it can cause body aches, brain fog, and confusion. It causes it can cause nausea. It can cause big bathroom issues, swelling. Huh. The swelling, you know, just all kinds of asthma and lung things. And just, you wouldn't believe it. You would not believe it. And so she, if, if you have, if that is a person, if she, if you've ever said, well, we just are not sure what's wrong, but something's going on, then I would almost bet you that that's what it is. Wow. Yep. Well, you know, I've been following your adventure with all this stuff, but I think I was not as clear on it as I should have been. 
I've been. Well, I'm excited you're finally going to get to talk to somebody. I I am too. I'm really excited about it. Um, let me get you here. Here it is. I think this. Yeah, I'm pretty sure this is it. I'm going to send you a link to the video that I'm pretty sure this does explain it in a in a real good way. And I'm just going to pass this all right on to her. Yeah. Then you you tell her that she can if she has any questions that she can call me and I'll explain it to her. Okay. Um, like I said, it, it it took me a long time to to figure it out, to figure it uh, and to kind of start to understand it. But once I did, now I'm seeing it everywhere, <laughs> everywhere. Chronic pain issues. It it it's there. It's uh, and so. If you've had COVID and you have this situation, the chances are that this COVID was a trauma that activated your uh, underlying conditions with mast cell, because that's what COVID did. It was a trauma and it ended up, a lot of people's underlying conditions are being exacerbated and they're showing up and it's all mast cell. I would, I would bet you good money. Mom asked me, she said, well, what are you going to do if he doesn't diagnose you with mast cell? I said, I'm going to go get find a doctor that knows what they're talking about. That's how sure yeah. I am about it. Well, and how how you treat it? Well, aside from the fact that you're going to say, don't stress me out, motherfucker. Yeah, that's well, what you do is you got to identify what things are your triggers and then from there, you treat the symptoms because you can't, there's nothing they can do about the condition itself. So they treat the symptoms. And from what I understand, about half of the treatments are over the counter. They're just in different dosage amounts than what is standard. So in other words, they might tell you to take two of this instead of one or whatever, or they might tell you to take less. I found out that vitamin C uh, will calm down some of my GI issues and I was but it has to be a high dose of vitamin C and I, high, I like, me like mega doses yeah yeah and I'm not too worried about that because with vitamin C you just pee out what you don't use that but there are some other vitamins like vitamin B6 that they that they'll give you a bigger dose of that you have to be more careful about getting too much of it but uh if right because it can do damage to your liver can't yes can it? Yeah, yeah 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 so so there's there's a lot of things that you need to learn about it and then like this guy i expect him to put me on a diet for two weeks of chicken and rice with maybe salt that's when i two weeks nothing else literally nothing else and and then from there you start adding in one food at a time to figure out where your food allergies are and you got to keep detailed journal of of environmental things so you can figure out if they're triggering it and he also did say that people who have these conditions especially in the gi system they can they can react instantly that fast so in other words you're sitting huh. down to a plate of beans and if the beans or something that trigger you, then you might have to get up and go to the bathroom before you're done eating. And if you've ever, huh. if you've ever had to do that, I would almost guarantee you that's what's going on. 
So, um, and if it's, if she has chronic bathroom issues, I would almost guarantee you, unless, it, unless you can find physical evidence of something else, then it's probably mast cells. Gosh. This guy that I sent you the link for, Dr. Afrin, he needs to get some sort of, of metal because he, he will have changed so many lives. Because do you know how nice it would be, Byron, to not feel like, oh, I'm crazy. I keep having this pain and, and I ask him to x-ray my abdomen to find out if I've got a broken rib. And that I did that for two years and they couldn't find anything. And then when they did finally get into doing an endoscopy for me, they saw where my liver was all out of sight, out of size and stuff. They have no idea why they said, if you don't drink, then we don't know why your liver. Right. Right. They don't know. They just don't know. And my gallbladder, that's been what it was coming out of the surgery, throwing up. That was what it was. You know, all these things that through the years, I've just said, well, I guess I'm just crazy. Well, I guess I'm just an idiot, you know. Well, maybe I'm just a hypochondriac or something, hypochondriac. It's uh, it's going to be so nice to get that justification and be able to say, now we know what it is. Now we know what did it. Wow. Yeah. And so many people are going to be like me. Dr. Lawrence was saying at one place, he was saying another, because this was a symposium where he was talking to other doctors about how to recognize and diagnose it. And he said, here's the thing about these patients. You have to drag it out of them because after years and decades of not being believed about their symptoms, they, they will reluctant are reluctant to tell you anything. And he gave an example yeah. to this one lady who uh, he was talking to and by asking her these thorough questions, he found out that she had been passing out every day for 20 years, but she quit telling anybody about it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I mean, and how many, you know, I don't even talk to my doctors about things. I know you've heard me say before, well, I, I would be diagnosed with fibromyalgia if I talked to any doctor about it, blah, 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 blah. Cause I know I would. And I'm not going to talk to him because we don't know what's caused it. I'm not going to do that. I'm tired of getting diagnosed with everything. Well, and I think we are all in a place right now. And I was telling Joe that this morning. We expect whatever it is we're not going to be listened to or, or whatever we're trying to get done is going to be done inadequately or wrong. Yep. yep. So I, I ordered my whole back catalog of books. Mm -hmm. so that I could have books for Barnes and Noble and all that other stuff. And it was simple to order them. Yeah. It was simple to pay for them. They all came in on time. And I, I was shocked. So there were no emails or phone calls. Oh, Miss Ballard, we're really sorry, but we fucked up. UPS fucked up. USPS fucked up. Oh, and the, or not even apologize. You say, well, you're going to get that when you're going to get it. And you know, it's not, too bad to you yeah talk to them when something actually works now it's amazing yeah <laughs> yeah it is it, it it is really so i just uh i'm looking forward to getting that diagnosis yeah and I'm, yeah. i never have said that before about getting you know diagnosed for something but it's basically i'm looking forward to getting my medicine straightened out so that i'm not just taking 
scads of medicine and I don't really know why. And this doctor does this and this and this, and, you know, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah. Well, and of course you would be, why wouldn't you be? Yep. And, and I hope, I hope that anybody who, anybody who knows somebody like that, that they just get sick. It's kind of a mystery as to what gets them sick, you know, or they're chronically tired or they say the sentence to you of, I don't really know what causes this, but also the chronic red cheeks. I was always taught that that was either rosacea or lupus bloom. They yeah. have, you know, the chronically red cheeks are a sign. Getting a flush for no reason if you're not in menopause, that's a sign. That's happened to me all my life. I'll be doing something and out of the clear blue, whoosh, I get red just for no reason. It's not a sweat. It's just my cheeks get you just flush. Yeah, yeah. So just all kinds of stuff like that. All kinds of stuff. It interrupts sleep patterns sometimes, but it's very difficult to because you got to educate your doctors. On yeah, it. and they don't like being educated, as you pointed out. Yeah. But yeah. well, yeah. I I really think it's important as much of this as you're willing to put on the podcast. I think it's really important for you to get this information out. I don't mind putting a lot of it on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I can't. We have been we've been goofing around most of the day, and I mean, there's some stuff you can use, but yeah. I think this is so valuable, and I think people just don't know. I can't. I if when people find out, I mean, think about it. One in five people have got the condition that they're sure of. That's right. Not that they know sure. of. Yeah, that they know of now. And Dr. Lawrence says he suspects that it's more than that. And I bet it is. And it's going to, there's a lot of people like me who just quit talking to the doctors because I mean, I'm diagnosed with every thing in the world at this time. And I, I'm tired of, of not knowing and being looked at, you know, the guy who did the, uh, the, the procedure on me, the colonoscopy and the other endoscopy, he goes through my records and he's like, well, I see you've got a lot of things that have gone on, but nothing really definitive here, huh? And, and he was just, he was trying to be nice, but it was really obvious that he thought I was a hypochondriac. It was obvious. Yeah. So. yeah. Well, and for so many women, especially women, I don't know, it may happen for men too, but I've never heard of that. As soon as you present with anything, then it's hard to do a quick diagnosis. They will say to you, well, if you'd lose 30 pounds, if you'd lose some weight, then I guarantee you this would be better. I heard that. They at say first. that all the time. I heard that at first. But after a while, my doctor quit saying that to me. And I think it's because he understood. Because when I walk in there. It, it's not a relationship of me going, please, sir, may I have another? <laughs> no, it is not. No, it is. I need your help with this. And then I tell him what I suspect. The only reason I have a doctor is so they can prescribe to me and do the diagnostic testing. And that's the only reason I have a doctor. <laughs> yeah, if I could do exactly. it all myself or we had our fucking bio toilets by now, <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't need a doctor at all if I could write my own prescriptions. <laughs> If I had a to bio toilet and could write my own prescriptions, then you, know, <laughs> you would know. I would. I sure would. And you know, at that, if if when I have that, we should probably have our flying houses by then, and our meal and pill form. 
Yes. Yeah, exactly. But instead, we're going to live in a state where abortion is l- illegal. We have a uh, a state uh, uh, poli- a police. What a am I trying state. to say? No, we have this special police unit out of Raleigh with superpowers. Did you hear about that? That was Mm -hmm. in, uh, I don't remember if it was the Raleigh paper, the Charlotte paper a few days ago. I'll send you a link for it. And and marijuana is going to be legal. That's the state we're going to be in. Well, that's all right. If marijuana is legal, I don't mind that. But because that's a big mass sale stabilizer, too. But well, and that's a big money maker, too, for the state if they'll just tax it. It was it was in the article about this politician who was trying his best to bring back this really old clause about abortion that says that abortion doctors cannot use and or people in general cannot use anything that comes to them via the mail. Right, right. And it's just a loophole. And it's just another one of those little loopholes that they found that's going to cost people their lives at some point. Well, and until women tuck their big old ovaries up in their big, big girl panties and, and go, we, then we are just not fucking doing that. Mm-hmm. And, okay, if this is how we're going to play it, this is how we're going to play it. We're playing for keeps. But women are too busy, and this is no blame on women. Women are too busy keeping the <laughs> culture together and the <laughs> family together that they don't have time to make sure their own needs are met, period. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And so, that's intentional. That's not an accident that came about because, you know, because women were nice and now they shouldn't be nice. It's intentional. Yeah. Yeah, keep them busy. Keep them busy, then they won't notice and fill in the blank. Yeah, exactly. Now we're back to growling. That's all right. So I found a a type of music that is really good when you want to get something off your chest. It's not just rock and roll, believe it or not. It's called tubing throat singing. I love it. (laughs) Yeah, and there is a there's a group called who H U, and they are a Mongolian uh, folk goth something 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 band, and they do the same kind of throat singing. And then they have these weird instruments. It's like three strings and a goat skull. Yeah, <laughs> and you're hearing and bang 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 bang. Oh man, you got to see them. They're great. Yeah, I love it. Doing it is uh, even more fun when you sit around and do it. Bah, 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 bah. Bah, it's great. Bah, it's hard to be in a bad mood. Yeah. When you're walking around sounding like that. And also, um, shape note singing is the same thing because it all sounds sort of. <laughs> we had a woman who taught us in the choral group who was gentle and refined and shape note singing was beautiful when she oh would, and it can be beautiful she would and we'd learn shapes and oh boy but no I, it's usually not that pretty no <laughs> shape note sing boy it's been a long time 
I hadn't even girl the singing. I'm missing the singing. Me and uh, Sherry Frazier one year, probably the last year. I think it was the last year I was at Mystic South Conference because you know I I welcome there no more hardly. (laughs) Um, And she and I, it was the kind of hotel that has a big atrium in it. Yeah. And we were down by this little inside pond with little water feature stuff. And we started singing gospel music at this big pagan festival. And it just flew up the atrium into the main lobby of the hotel. And we were, you know, we were singing to Canaan's land. I'm on my, and it just flew up. And we looked up and there were all these people standing at the railing looking down like, what the hell is yeah. going on? What is that stuff they're singing? That's funny. That really is funny. Well, is funny. we've been talking for <clears throat> long time, two and a half hours, and we missed the big sound. All done. I just turned my phone on, and it didn't go. Mine did. Oh, I want to tell you if you read anything in the paper about the train derailing at Dollywood, everybody's okay. Nobody Good. Is he hurt. okay? He's okay. Yep, he wasn't on the train at that moment. He was in the repair shop. Or the workshop doing something, but uh, they nobody got hurt, and the whole staff is they're going to close. Obviously, close the train is closed for a while until they figure out why it hopped the rail. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't like have a terrible derailment. It just hopped one, and, oh. and nobody gets to ride on it until they figure out what the deal is. Mm, yeah, and, that makes sense. Yeah. So don't uh, worry, I'm, it was okay. <laughs> oh, thanks. I think when I finally would have heard about that, I would have gone, oh no, Alicia's nephew, is he okay? It's Kyle, is that his name Kyle? Little Kyle, yes. Little, I will not My call him little Kyle. My little nephew. <laughs> oh, here comes the train. Again. Hmm. Mr. Peabody's like pull train has hauled it away. Mama, won't you take me back to Muhlenberg County? Sounds like a good one. <laughs> All right. Well, All right. This was good. I hope you can was. winkle some <laughs> out of here that we can use. Yes, I'm sure. I'm sure I did. And I hope you have a good trip next week. Yeah. Week yeah. after next when we both get back. I'll send you a picture of the beach. You send. Oh, me do and bring me bring me one shell, one, okay. please. And tell my buddy at the beach uh, that uh, big hugs to him. I miss singing with him. Well, he's anytime you want to come see him, he would love to see you. He asked about you all the time. Well, I'm I'm really fond of him. It's it feels like I just got to know him, and then he went he went away. Yeah, he's around. You'll see. He is. He ain't too far away. All right. Enjoy. It's time for an Appalachian goodbye. Bye. Bye. Good to see you. You be good. Tell your mama I said hello. I will. I will. All right. Uh, I'm going to have some behaviors for the next. 28 days. All the behavior. Yeah. All right. Love you. See ya. Love you. Bye. Bye. Hey, thank you for spending your time with us here at Weird Mountain Gals. We sure do appreciate it. You know, I know time is the most important thing we have, so I promise that if you take your time to listen to us, we'll take our time to continue to be weird. Many thanks to Sunslice Records for all the help. We couldn't do it without you, Craig. Check out our social media for information, community, or a few laughs. W-Y-R-D Mountain Gals.